0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago,
2: Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this
3: is Triviality. Hello, and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and today is a special bonus episode for the main feed. It is a Major League Baseball bonus episode, all sports. How does that make you feel, Matt?
4: It's about time.
3: It is. You've been uh, sending your letters to the Triviality office, even though you work here, um, to get a sports episode. And um, since it is October, it is uh, baseball playoff time, and what better time to do a bonus episode about baseball than today. Um, and uh, Matt, I believe Ken and Jeff aren't here. Any reason that they're not here? They don't like sports. They do. They don't like sports. Uh, they even uh, just said they didn't want to be here unless there was some sort of chance spell or uh, potion involved, uh, like magic, but there isn't, unfortunately. So, uh, But thank you to both of them for supporting us in all of our endeavors. But uh, Matt, we do have a special... Co-host here today with us. Um, They wrote all the questions. They're going to be hosting all the questions, which uh, we're super grateful for. Um, If you haven't heard his show before, um, you should check it out right away, especially if you're a sports fan. If you're not, there is still some wonderful personalities on the show that uh, you should check out from the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. One of our own patrons, Matt Doherty.
5: How are you, Matt? Thanks. I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me, guys. And just to clarify, I did not write all of these. These were supplied by the majority of the bench warmers and my good friend and our Lord and Savior, Ryan Myers.
3: Awesome. So. Well, that means we got the full <laughs> bench warmers experience then. They're going to be across the board uh, in difficulty and, uh, and flavor, I guess, right?
5: hmm Let's do the rules for everyone at home so they know what they're in for, and then we'll introduce the players. Okay. So we have a total of 30 questions with three participants. That would be 10 questions for each participant. The participant's going to go ahead and select a number between 1 and 10, and that's going to give me the number on my spreadsheet of what's the question that they want. Each question is worth one point. And uh, they are difficulty ranked, number 1 being the easiest and number 10 being the hardest on their list. And then they'll have the opportunity to steal also. So based off of uh, my individual question to a person and then the person in order of uh, um, alphabetical order by their first name, the next person will have the opportunity to steal. And then if that person doesn't get rolls out a third person. And then if it's unbelievably hard, then we can play David Lux for all of the hard questions.
3: <laughs> so well, thank you uh, for explaining the rules. Thank you to all the bench warmers for uh, helping write those questions along with our friend Ryan Myers. Uh, make sure to check out Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast and all your favorite podcast apps. But uh, let's get to our introductions. Our first player Uh, coming to us from Oakland, California. I'm not sure if uh, Billy Bean uh, chose him for this podcast, uh, but um, he's coming to us from Oakland. We're super happy to have him here. And that is Mark Kim. How are you, Mark?
0: Hey, how's it going, everyone?
3: Good, good. Uh, Please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then um, I'll lead into that other question as soon as you're done.
0: Yeah, I'm born and raised in Oakland, California area. I'm a big Ace fan, and I am a PE teacher, actually. So don't really teach the kids baseball. Usually that's a little unsafe for kids K through eight, but yeah. <laughs> well,
3: how often are you doing home run derby at school?
0: <laughs> Man, if, uh, if we had, um, glass that was more impact proof probably all the time, but unfortunately, <laughs> uh, there's some safety factors to that. So, <laughs> well, thank you
3: for being here. Uh, and we'll get back to the other questions I said, uh, which I think everyone at home will enjoy. Uh, let's go to our next competitor, uh, coming to us from Providence, Rhode Island. Ian Michaud, how's it going?
2: It's going well. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm Ian. I grew up in New Hampshire, so I've been kind of in the Northeast, moved up and down the East Coast my whole life. Uh, right now, I'm an equipment manager for the New England Revolution, uh, so, MLS team. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's funny because I've never played soccer. I've always played baseball, football, track. So now yeah, I'm excited to get get going on this one.
3: That's awesome. Keeping the uh, the soccer slash football spirit alive in America uh, with the revolution. That's awesome, though. Yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you. All right, and our last competitor uh, coming to us uh, basically right down the block, but uh, because uh, he's a secret agent and we don't want anyone but the government knowing where he's located, we're just going to say he's from Chicago. Uh, he's an Oakland 5 patron on Patreon, and that is David Kintorsky. How are you, David?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me.
3: Of course. Tell us about yourself.
1: Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, David, down the street from you, uh, I kind of love baseball, kind of excited for this episode. Uh, growing up on the South Side, I do have the White Sox in my blood, but I also I have also switched over and I'm also a big Red Sox fan as well. Um, and then, yeah, I also do uh, computer sales for small businesses. Um, that's kind of what pays the bills for me, so...
3: That's awesome. Just to get into the baseball spirit, you heard the rules. We're about to start the game, but we had a little fun question just to get a personality of everyone because uh, loving baseball is such a um, unique pastime, uh, pun intended, because um, a lot of kids or people connect, collect cards, they uh, they go to the games, they collect jerseys, what, what have you, and um, everyone loves different players. So I asked uh, everyone here today. Uh, We'll get to me and both Matt's at halftime, but I asked everyone here today to basically pick a team of their favorite players of all time. Not necessarily a team that would win um, and go undefeated in a season of all-time play, but just your favorite players. And that's going to be a starting lineup, including a starting pitcher, one reliever, uh, and a DH. And uh, let's start
0: with Mark. Who is your list of your favorite players? All right. So I went in the fantasy kind of order. So catcher, I chose Piazza. Uh, First base, I chose McGuire, but was very tempted to choose Pujols because my dad's from St. Louis. Second base, Brandon Phillips. Uh, I really loved watching him in the late 2000s, early 2010s. Uh, Jimmy Rollins for shortstop because he is from here. He's from Alameda, California, which is next to Oakland. Um, Third base, David Wright. Uh, Left field, pretty obvious, Ricky Anderson. Center field, um, I actually chose Cespedes. Um, That was one of my favorite uh, seasons. Periods of years uh, when Cespedes was with us in Oakland. Uh, Right field is a division rival, but still one of the greatest of all time. It's kind of obvious, too. It's Ichiro. Uh, Starting pitcher, I did not choose Dave Stewart, and I really wanted to. But growing up, uh, my dad would always talk about Bob Gibson all the time. So I love Bob Gibson. Uh, DH, I chose Poppy, actually. Big Poppy. Uh, One of my favorites to watch of all time. Um, So props to you uh david and also closer this one's a little obvious too i'm an names fan eckersley all the way
4: it's a great awesome. great lineup mine is garbage i can't
3: wait to come <laughs> out <on. laughs> oh i can't I, I, I can't wait to hear yours too um so let's see uh uh ian what's your list uh
2: so i grew up as a yankees fan so there's going to be a good amount of yankees there but i i do value a lot of speed in my lineup so i started out uh with catcher uh with pudge rodriguez um, I love a coach. lot of these, early, a lot of these early two thousands guys, except for my first baseman, who is uh, Lou Gehrig. Uh, he, I, you know, he went to Columbia. I, I did my grad school there, so big fan. Um, second base, uh, Alfonso Soriano. I loved watching him. Mm-hmm. Just uh, those couple years in New York, he was on fire. Uh, third base, uh, Chipper Jones. I felt like was just like an easy answer for me. Just the greatness that he is. Um, Me being a Yankees fan in New England, uh, Derek Jeter made me the Yankees fan in New England, so he's a shortstop easily. Uh, Left field, uh, like I said, I value speed, so Ricky Henderson's also my left fielder. I I love the stolen bases. Ricky Uh, Henderson
4: would pick Ricky Henderson too.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Center field, uh, Ken Griffey Jr., you can't go wrong mm-hmm. right field uh Ichiro just a classic starting pitcher I, I don't know why it just immediately just Randy Johnson came to mind just you know yeah. hitting the bird it's just who else has done that
0: <laughs> bird hitting a exactly
2: now he's an NFL oh. photographer that guy's just the most interesting person
4: mm-hmm. uh
2: relief pitcher uh again early 2000s gotta be Mariano um and then my DH, although he didn't really play it, uh, I went with Hank Aaron, just model consistency. Can't go he wrong. He would
0: be a good DH. 100%. Exactly. He moved to he a DH later in his career. Oh, yeah. he did.
3: Yeah. See, you're great. already you already showing me the knowledge.
4: Yeah, plus one. Plus one point.
3: <laughs> great. Uh, great list. And then uh, last list before we start, uh, let's see what you got, David.
1: Yeah. Uh, sounds like I might be a little bit older than you guys, because my list is more the '80s, '90s. Um, As I mentioned, White Sox and Red Sox behind the plate, you got to go with the original Pudge, Carlton Fisk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, At first base, uh, back in 4 he said it about the Yankees, Kevin Millar. Um, They needed (laughs) to close him out on game four. Uh, Sticking in Boston, second base, Dustin Pedroia. He's just so exciting (laughs) to watch. Uh, Third base, I'm going to come back to Chicago. Uh, grew up a huge Robin Ventura fan. Uh, shortstop. I'm going to go with the Iron Man himself, Cal Ripken Jr. Uh, I didn't specify left center or right, so I just threw four outfielders out there uh, three outfielders out there. Um, first of all, Tony Gwynn, just an amazing athlete and player. Um, Bo Jackson, just because why not? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, He actually did a signing uh, once, and a part of the signing, he said he will not sign the shoulder pads and bat photo for anybody. So don't even bring it. (laughs) It was interesting. So Uh, And last uh, in outfield, Jose Canseco. Uh, I know (laughs) there's that whole error, but he admitted it. So um, thinking about on the mound for your starting pitcher, I went back and forth. And I went with Nolan Ryan. You know, I don't think there's anybody better than that. Um, For my closer, I like the crazy one over and uh, that helped us win a couple World Series in Boston, Jonathan Pappelbaum. And then for DH, uh, a little bit of a nod to my son who plays baseball and loves Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I am picking Vladimir Guerrero Sr. since I am his father. (laughs)
3: Nice. Yep. (laughs) Well, uh, great lists from everyone. Um, Those were all good. We'll get uh, me, uh, Matt, and Matt at uh, halftime. But uh, let's just get into the questions here. Um, You heard the rules. Uh, Let's throw it to Matt Doherty. And uh, we're going to go in order of alphabetical spelling. So David, Ian, Mark, and take it away,
5: Matt. Awesome. All right, David, one through 10. What do you want first?
1: You know what? I'm going to go with number five.
5: Number five, here we go. I find it very interesting that Major League Baseball allows teams to set up partnerships with a sports betting app these days, but a certain someone remains out of the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay, off of my soapbox today and on to my question about Pete Rose. Rose played for three franchises in his career. Which team was he playing for in April of 1984 when he reached his 4,000th Major League hit.
1: As soon as you started with the sport betting, I knew it was Pete Rose. and now I'm just like... Um, 1984... I want to say he was back in Cincinnati at that time. And I'm going to say the Reds.
5: Uh, that is incorrect. We will move on to uh, Ian. This is tough for
2: me because it was before my time, so...
5: If that's going to be an excuse for you, Ian, then this entire game is probably not going to be great for you, But I'm just going to say it right now. Oh, no. Here
2: we go. <laughs> um, honestly, I... Do I... you
5: even know what three teams he played for?
2: Exactly. I don't. <laughs> I I would have to throw out, honestly, I'm going to say the White Sox.
5: That is incorrect. On to Mark. Uh, I'm going to guess Phillies. Well, we got two of the three teams, but we did not get the third team. It happened at oh, the Olympic Stadium in Montreal, and it was against the Philadelphia Phillies. But the answer is the Montreal Expos. That can't be true. Fact <laughs> check. Later in 1984, Rose would be traded back to the Reds, uh, where he finished his career in 1986.
1: See, I was close then, right? <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, you got you got one of the yeah. three. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, so we got one point for Mark, and we're moving on to Ian. Ian, one through ten. What do you want?
0: Let's go
2: with uh, with 10.
5: Number 10 right out of the gate. Here we go. Name the two all-time hitting greats, one in the AL, one in the NL, both of whom are synonymous with the one franchise that they ever played for who hit the first two walk-off home runs in Major League Baseball All-Star Game history. And I'm just gonna say right now. This is since you don't like old timey baseball. This is gonna be a rough one for you, bud. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, it's honestly.
5: How about this? How about this? Because this is a this was you picked the hardest one. How about you just name one of the two? <laughs> um, name half of the two.
1: Half
2: of the one <laughs> of
5: the
2: two. Uh, I'll go with I'll go with Chipper Jones.
5: That is incorrect. On to you, Mark. How about this? How about this? We'll go back to Ian. You can you can name two, and even if you get one of the ones from the <laughs> naming two. And this is what happens when you pick number 10 first, I'm just saying. So pick uh, another I one. Get a, I get a
2: here. break. Okay. Another one quick. Um, I'll go with Piazza.
5: No. Uh, Mark? <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess Reggie Jackson. Uh, no. Uh, another one? Another guess? Shremsky? Uh No. That's close, but no. David. The close is making
1: me think a little bit differently I now. I said that. Sorry. I know. Um,
4: <laughs> disregard. Yeah, disregard my <laughs> He wasn't close. close. It's, way off.
1: It's two, one in each league. Um, I had an AL guess, which I think Ian would be quite upset. I'm going to toss it out there and say Derek Jeter.
5: No, not Derek Jeter. Nope. Okay. You want to do another one real quick there,
1: David? Uh, yeah, I'm – then
5: going to go Ted Williams. Ted Williams is correct. I don't know, guys. Do we want to give him points? I kind of give him a hint there with the... Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, everyone got two guesses, I guess, right? So. Yeah, it was Ted Williams and Stan Musial was the other one. Stan the man. Ted Williams in 1941, Stan Musial in 1955. But we'll move on now, and that was uh, uh, Ian, so we'll move on to Mark. One through ten, my friend. Seven. Number seven. Here we go. In 1979, who signed the first Major League Baseball contract averaging more than a million dollars per year? The headline said that he could have bought his own jet, but he preferred another mode of transportation.
4: John Madden on his bus.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
0: I don't know why, but Bonds just comes to mind immediately, so I'm going to guess Barry Bonds. That is not correct. David?
1: And of course, you get on the mic and the IQ drops. I cannot think of the first name. But I'm going to go with uh, Schmidt from the Philadelphia Phillies.
5: Mikey. Uh, Mike Schmidt is not correct. We'll move on to Ian.
1: Uh, I don't know why it popped in my head,
5: but I want to say Joe Morgan. Ooh, nope. Joe Morgan is not correct either. Ooh. Guys, if number seven is going to give us, we're going to have a tough time tonight, but let's hopefully <laughs> some of these will click with us. Let's hope this isn't going to crash and burn. <laughs> no, because it was uh, he was more uh, into the Ryan Express. This is Nolan Ryan.
4: Oh, ooh,
5: <laughs> yeah. Originally, it was no context around there, and I added the mode of transportation, thinking that people would know that he was nicknamed the Nolan Express. But
4: uh, so they had uh, Robin Ventura beating Clue, and everyone, yeah, exactly, yeah.
5: Um, <laughs> I would have had that one. And uh, thanks to uh, Eric Walling for writing that one. Eric Walling, who is in love with Nolan Ryan, and his uh, son is actually named Nolan. I wonder who that's after. <laughs>
4: Christopher Nobody Nolan
5: likes inception. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Big Christopher Nolan fan. <laughs> We're going to head it back. Oh, by the way, there's a fantastic Nolan Ryan documentary on Netflix. If you haven't checked it out, it is very, very cool to watch. Gives you the tingles when you watch about the, his, one of his last no hitters where the, the stadium filled, it wasn't on local TV, but people heard it over the radio and people filled the stadium that was almost empty. It was pretty crazy. But we'll move on to David. David, uh, excluding number 5, 1 through 10.
1: you got to get the easy ones out of the way, so let's go with 4. Just work backwards.
5: Number 4. What pitcher owns the freakishly good accomplishment of being the first pitcher to win the Cy Young Award in each of his first two full seasons? He is also one of only two pitchers in Major League Baseball history to win multiple Cy Young Awards, World Series, throw multiple no-hitters, and earned multiple All-Star selections, the other being Sandy Colfax.
1: For some reason, I'm, I'm thinking this is really deep and old. And I, unfortunately, I don't know when the Cy Young Award actually was officially started. I'm going to go really deep and go Walter Johnson.
5: Uh, Walter Johnson is not the correct answer. On to Ian. It's a good guess. I, know.
1: I think I got it. Is it Tim
5: Lincecum? It is Tim, Tim Lincecum. Let's go. We picked up on the... Uh, The hint at the front there, he owns the freakishly good accomplishment. Big time, Timmy Jim. All right, well, we're going to move on to Ian. You just got the steal, and here you go. to make a great uh, play in the field, and you're up to bat. What are you going to do? You're going to hit Dinger. Come on. What do we got? Let's go for eight. Number eight. Jeez, you're just like a glutton for punishment. Get him alive. Please, get it out of the way. You're going to love the start of this question, my friend. In 1934, (laughs) um, (laughs) Major League Baseball adopted a league-wide standard for baseballs they used. As a part of that, there was a standard for the number of seams or stitches allowed in the ball. Within 10, how many seams are on a Major League Baseball?
2: I, f- I feel like I used to know this. Um, 510.
5: 510 is incorrect. Mark? I
0: actually did used to know this too. I think it's much lower. My guess is going to be 218.
1: 218
5: is also incorrect. David?
1: See, I've always taught that there was the half seam and the full seam. So I had two numbers in mind. So if 218 is not correct, that means 108 would be the correct answer you are looking for, I believe.
5: And David nailed it. It is one oh eight, and yes, that's why it's important that I put down seam because the seam is the two stitches combined. So, all right. So David getting the points there. So after uh, after five, uh, looks like we have
3: David with two and Ian with one. So so close.
4: Pitchers duel. Good job, Matt.
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's great as a trivia host to like blank everyone. Uh Moving on to Mark. Mark, what number oh, would you like? Like the average audience per person.
0: I'm probably just going to, let's do one so like the audience can like yell at us there if we you get it wrong.
5: What is the team name of the fictional professional baseball team on the Simpsons that has since been adopted as a A affiliate to the Colorado Rockies?
4: Great audience.
5: Springfield Isotopes. The AAA team's not in Springfield; uh, they're in a different town. But I'll give it to you. That's uh, fine. sorry, Albuquerque. I there you right? go. Yeah, <laughs> I only know that because of Better Call Saul. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. Hey, we're moving right along here now. Back over to David. What do you got, sir? Uh,
1: let's go with number six.
5: Number six. Oh, no. Oh, I, I should have removed all references to uh, the the Red Sox here for all your questions, but I didn't know about your fandom. So <laughs> what former Red Sox player is the only player known to have played in the Little League World Series, the College World Series, the Major League World Series, the Olympics and the World Baseball Classic?
1: Oh, as soon as you started listing it, I, I knew it. And now it's his name is escaping me. I'm going to feel really dumb,
5: but Jason Veritek. Jason Veritek is the correct answer. All right. Moving on to Ian. You have taken eight and ten. You going uh, to continue this punishment, or are you going to go for a little easier stuff now?
2: Let's go for nine.
5: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get out Here of let's let's go. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what was the nickname of the Red Bullpen, consisting most prominently of Norm Carl Charlton, uh, Rob Dibble, and randy myers that helped lead the reds to the 1990 world series 1990 being probably five to ten years before ian was born just five just five okay good (laughs) oh god i i graduated high school in 1995 so for all those in this visual media i just flipped them off
2: i was i was just talking about this today actually and now it's just out um
0: the Rumbling Reds. I don't
5: know. Uh, the Rumbling Reds is incorrect. Mark? I might know
0: this um, because they beat the A's in that World Series, and I will never get over it. Just kidding. I was like, I was probably eight months old. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> it hard. I,
5: I believe it was called the Big Red Machine. Uh, that is also incorrect. Uh, big, big Red Machine being the 1972 Reds. Uh, David?
1: For some reason, I cannot pull the nickname, uh, but obviously I'm just going to take a wild guess and say the Red Curtain.
5: Nope. Uh, all three wrong answers. The answer is the Nasty Boys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the
5: Nasty Boys. Triviality's nickname. I love that. <laughs> and d- just to clarify, the Big Red Machine was pretty much the Reds through the 1970s, not just 1972.
4: Mm-hmm. The Red Curtain would be a really cool name for their bullpen, though.
5: <laughs> See? Ideas. This is what we're good at. Ideas, just not baseball trivia. Moving back over to Mark, <laughs> uh, what number would you like next? Um, I'll I'll join the crowd with uh, number eight. Number eight. Since 1964, what team has won 25% of all American League batting titles? They sealed this with Louis Arise's 316 average this last season, which prevented Aaron Judge from winning the Triple Crown. Hmm. I'll just guess Angels. Angels. Uh, not the Angels. Nope. Over to David.
1: Um, the last day of the season was painful this year because I fell out of contention of my Fantasy playoffs, but uh, I'm I'm trying to look at that name and Luis Arayas. I believe was a is a Houston Astros, so I'm going to go Houston Astros.
5: Houston Astro is also incorrect. In ooh, the Twins. Luis Arayas is a uh, natural second baseman who sometimes plays left field and also can play first place. For my beloved Minnesota Twins. <laughs> hey,
3: there you go. Yep,
5: uh, And uh, he uh, he does the rolling of the R's with a double R. So uh, it, when they announce him, they say Louis Arise. So that's the right way to pronounce his name. And I have a T-shirt that says All Arise.
4: Oh, I like that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not funny. All right. <laughs> moving on to David. We have... Four, five, and six taken. Otherwise, you can select any other one you want. Let's
1: go eight. Why not
5: number eight? Who is the first major league live-action mascot introduced in 1964, just two years after the team's first game?
1: I'm trying to think of teams that came in in the 60s that have a mascot. I keep picturing either Southpaw or the Fanatic, and that's all I got. Um, and I know, obviously, it's not Southpaw. Um, Clark
4: the Cub? <laughs> no one likes Clark.
1: <laughs> I grew up on the South Side. with, with I know. like a minor league team, you know? Ooh. Um, Philly
2: Fanatic.
5: That is incorrect. Ian?
2: I can't even range a guess. I, Philly Fanatic was the only one that I, I could really pull off the top of my head, so I'll probably just pass on
5: this one. Okay. Mark? Uh, is it Mr. Met? Starting in 1962 as a printed version, but when they moved to Shea Stadium in 1964, they be put a mat, put a big old ball on a dude's head, and they called him Mister Met. Great pull. So we're moving on now to Ian. You basically have one through seven to pick from. Go to six. Number six. What Indians slash Guardians star homered in front of his home fans to help the AL win the 1997? All-Star game at Jacob's Field. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of... Like right in Neil's
4: wheelhouse, his Indians. favorite team of all time.
5: This is me. Yeah, this is for me. I didn't know you are you a Cleveland fan.
3: Hmm. I Yep, I've been a Cleveland, Cleveland fan since I was a little kid. Oh, he wait. loved
4: Major League.
3: That's true.
2: I, it's wrong. I, I had it, and then I lost it. I, I don't know why. It's it's not, but I'm going to go with Jim Tomey.
5: Oh, Jim Tomey is not correct. Mark? This is my favorite Cleveland player of all time. What was the uh, What was the big batty dude that was from uh, the Yankees in Major League? The guy who like would always try to hit his spit with the bat when he was up in the slow motion of him swinging.
4: I thought that was rookie of the year when he strikes him out
5: with the float. There you go. With the... Uh... <laughs> All right we're just we're just delaying now for Mark to give him more time <laughs> Mark, do you don't have, you have an idea? <laughs> so much time. Neil even gave me
0: a hint, and I really am. I'm just going to tap David.
1: I had two names in mind and I couldn't decipher. One actually was Jim Tome. I said, "Thank you, Ian, so I'll go with my second guess of Manny Ramirez.
5: Mm, that's a good guess, but it is not correct. It is Sandy Alomar, Jr.
3: Oh, I should have handed that over you to you, Neil. Sorry about that. No, I would have said it. Yeah, that's my favorite player of all time. Um, and Clue Haywood was the name of the, the Yankees player for the There you
5: go, Haywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, Matt, think of this here while we're doing this. Another question about that. So what was the manager doing for a job before he took the job as the head uh, as the manager of the Cleveland Indians? And we'll move on to Mark. Let's do six. There are only two left-handed hitting Hall of Famers in history that had at least 27 hits, 2,700 hits, excuse me, hit at least 475 home runs and won at least one MVP. Amazingly, they were both born in Donora, Pennsylvania, a town of fewer than 5,000, and they share the same birthday, November 21st, though 49 years apart. And Matt, do you know what the manager was doing before he took the job? I don't know. He was selling, Wasn't he coaching the, the Mudheads? No, he was selling white wall t- tires at a place in Toledo. He answered the phone and he says, like, I got a great deal on some white walls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Mark. Well, the homers are what's making me think it's one of them is Bonds. So I'm going to guess Barry Bonds for one of them.
5: Okay. And the other one?
0: I am at a blank, so I'll just guess Babe Ruth. That's okay. Right. Neither one of those Probably
5: are wrong. correct. So let's go ahead and move over to David.
1: I'm drawing a massive blanks here. And initially I was going to say Ken Griffey Jr. Um, which I know his dad's not 49 years older. So um, we'll lock that in and keep the game moving.
5: Okay. Uh, that's so, incorrect. Ian?
2: It's going to make me mad when when you read the answers because I, I – I, yeah, I don't want to delay any more than, than I should because it, it's just going to be a lot of him and hawing. So I, I'm just going to tap because it's just so much that isn't working right now. Sure.
5: Well, the uh, David, you did have one correct there, Ken Griffey Jr., and the, un- the other one was Stan Musial. Stan the man, again. Stan actually played high school uh, baseball with uh, Ken's grandfather, Buddy Griffin.
4: Uh, 2,700 hits is a very significant signifier in that one because Ted Williams is real close to hitting that uh, threshold because he left-handed hit over 500 homers.
3: Now uh, we're about a little over 10 questions. Uh, just for the score. So we got three for David, two for Ian, two for Mark. And uh, you know what? I think um, like Major League Baseball, they're they're making the the time to pitch a little bit shorter. We're going to get rid of the steal. So now we're just going to get as many questions as possible. Uh, to reach the end here so no more stealing it's just going to be question after question
5: i think it's going to get easier now because everyone picked the harder questions as their their front end so (laughs) you guys all get
4: a start with a runner on second exactly there you go the new rule
5: (laughs) (laughs) and that was uh mark that had that last one if i recall correctly so we're back over to david so david you have one two three seven nine and ten left
1: uh my add does not like that seven being out there so let's knock that one out
5: who did the so. Baltimore Orioles take with the first overall draft pick in 2022? He is the son of a former seven-time All-Star left fielder,
1: Jackson Holiday.
5: That is correct. Wow, I'm old. I know, right? When I saw <laughs> that Holiday. Matt Holiday had a kid that was in the majors, I was like, "What?" <laughs> or not? Maybe he's not in the majors yet. No, nope, um, not
4: possible. <laughs>
5: yep. <laughs> All right, over to Ian. You've got one through five and seven out there.
2: I'll, uh, I'll go to one. One.
5: What very soon-to-be-retired Major League Baseball player was the first in history to hit 300 and, 300 and 30 home runs in his first two seasons?
2: I'd go with Pujols on that one.
5: Albert right, Pujols is correct. Moving right along. All right. Over to Mark. Let's do two. Number two, what pitch was pre- previously known as the dry spitter due to the similarity surprising, similarly surprising motion of this pitch and was later perfected by such greats as Charlie Huff, Hoyt Wilhelm, and Tim Wakefield? Uh, knuckleball. Knuckleball is correct. Now
3: we're getting points yeah, here. Right with this. Now
5: we're, we're moving right along. It's all Ian's fault, picking all those high numbers right off the bat. Okay, <laughs> moving on to David. What do you want? One, two, three, nine, and ten.
1: I guess we'll stick with the easy ones and go three.
5: Number three. What World Series champion and three-time Cy Young winner is certainly the most famous Major League Baseball player all time with heterochromia? I didn't even read this one now until just right now, and I didn't realize. Uh, <laughs> so maybe I should some flavor saying. text on what heterochromia I, is, because <laughs> I don't even know.
1: Well, that kind of triggered me to give a solid answer. Um, I just wanted to kind of think and make sure that all the other parts matched up. But when I think of heterochromia, I think of Max Scherzer and his two different colored eyes. Oh,
5: ah, mm-hmm. there you go. Yep, Max Scherzer is the correct answer. Hey. There you go. And I
1: got you flavor text there.
5: Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I Googled it real <laughs> quick, and I was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> Moving on to Ian. You got two through five and seven. Seven. Number seven. What former Yankee and former Major League Baseball manager set a record for Grand, slums, grand Slams in a season with six, though he never hit another one before or after that season in his 14-year career? He also won nine gold gloves. And was a 1980s era AL MVP.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go Joe Torre.
5: Joe Torre is incorrect. Okay, spoiler alerts. I know, I know, we're supposed to wait till halftime, Neil, but this is my first baseman, the one with the ma- with the magical mustache, Don Mattingly. Oh, Shave oh. those sideburns. Yep. Yeah. Moving over to Mark. You got three, four, five, nine, and ten.
0: Yeah, give me nine.
5: Number nine. An ultimate grand slam, or a walk-off grand slam with a team down three runs, is a rare occurrence in baseball, having only popped up 32 times in Major League Baseball history. But two teammates managed to pull off this feat within a month of each other this year. Name the two AL East teammates that hit ultimate grand slams, one in August and one in September.
0: Ian's here. I gotta guess. You know who? Uh Giancarlo and Aaron Judge.
5: Um you had one correct. It is Giancarlo Stanton and Josh Donaldson. Oh. Um but yeah, good guess though. Good guess. Moving on to David. You have one, two, nine, ten.
1: Uh let's go with number nine.
5: Number nine. In 2017, Charlie Blackman of the Rockies set the record for the most RBIs by a leadoff hitter. The prior record was set in 2000, the first time that a leadoff hitter had 100 RBIs or more. Whose record did Blackman break?
1: I cannot recall for certain because back then I kind of stopped watching baseball as much. But for some reason, I'm going to... Pull out a previous guess and go with Manny Ramirez
5: again. Mm, that is not correct. If I if I gave you a hint that he's currently the coach of the Nebraska Huskers baseball team, no, no, even then, okay. college isn't going to help me at all. <laughs> this is uh, Darren Erstad. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Um, moving on to Ian. You have two, three, four, five. Uh, two. Number two. What MLB mascot was created after construction began on the team's home stadium and the workers found a number of dinosaur fossils there, including a seven-foot-long um, triceratops? It's amazing when you see a word for the, like, the first time written out that you haven't seen in a long <laughs> time. You're like, how do I <laughs> see those words and stuff? Triceratops.
2: Running into... Running into uh, mascots again. I got to go with the Philly Fanatic. <laughs>
5: okay, no, the answer is not the Philly Fanatic. <laughs> I wish we could see. Oh, him. well, now oh, I no know. Up. Wait, yep. hold
2: on. I it. Is it San Diego?
5: Uh, the answer is, okay, so uh, Mark and David, do you guys know this one? Mark knew it, I think you said, right? Oh, I know it. Yeah, I know it. What is it? It's another name for a home run, Dinger. Yep, it is Dinger, the Colorado Rockies mascot. It's so cute. All right, moving on to so no points for that, by the way, just you know for fun. Yeah, for fun. Mark, you've got three, four, three, four, five, and ten. Uh, let's do five. Five. What major league team is one and eight in their franchise history and World Series games, having made the series once in the 80s, winning one game, and getting swept in the 1990s? Scott Grimes' favorite fictional baseball player played for this team which makes of no value to the three of you because none of you have ever listened to my podcast. So you don't even know who Scott Grimes is and you don't know the lore about this player. You don't know anything of
4: this oh. stuff. So. I was going to Scott, sell Scott Grimes a bookcase once and then he never showed up to pick it up.
5: Oh, now you have to edit <laughs> that out. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: I am going to say San Diego Padres.
5: Yep, and the uh, the team that they beat in the 1980s to make it to the World Series in the NLCS was Matt? Cubbies. The, the Chicago Cubs, yeah. It is the San Diego Padres. That's 84? 1985, if I recall correctly. 85. I thought it was 85. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that.
3: <clears throat> well, it, uh, score-wise, um, we have a nice uh, rising score of 3, 4, and 5 um after about 15 16 i can't remember how many questions we've had but uh we've got three four and five um and it's sort of a halftime. so um let's just get uh matt matt and mys uh, little team uh lists here our rosters and then we'll we'll continue and finish the game so let's start with uh with matt arts trivialities matt
4: Yeah, I had I had a lot of time to think about this, you know, about 20 minutes here. So I really put some effort into it Uh, for catcher. I'm going with A.J. Przinski, noted puncher of Michael Barrett, who deserved it. Um, It was a really good fight. Uh, First base, John Olerud. I love a first baseman that wears a helmet in the field. Mm Second base, Jeff Kent, really good on Survivor. Shortstop, (laughs) Javi Baez, really good in that body issue. My girlfriend really liked it. Third base, Ron Santo. We love Ron Santo. Right field, Sammy Sosa, best cork in the game. Center field, we got Ken Griffey Jr. Can't go wrong. I love Adam Dunn. He's in left field. (laughs) um (laughs) all or nothing that's how i play uh dh you got chili davis best name in baseball uh starting pitcher mike hampton got 100 million dollars for being left-handed i love that i'm left-handed uh and my closing pitcher is the wild man rod beck i like the hair it's a good team i love it I'm not. I'm not. I'm not winning any games, but
3: hey, that's all right. You're. You're. It's a joy to watch, though, right? So that's all that matters. Uh,
5: Matt Doherty? Uh, shockingly, Matt, you and I have some a lot of crossovers here. So <laughs> I'm going to go with the three homers that I got first because my starting DH is also Chili Davis, and my starting catcher is also AJ Przysinski. Wow! <laughs> Freaking love AJ Przysinski, and my starting pitcher is going to be in his prime. I don't, uh, Maybe Bob Gibson, maybe Colfax, but in his prime. Johan Santana was the most dominant pitcher oh, in all of yeah. baseball, so I'm going to go with Johan. Then a relief pitcher, I'm going to have to agree with you, Mark Dennis Eckersley, He's, he was dominant. I mean, he was unhittable from like 1987 to 1990. He was crazy. Um, first baseman is going to be Don Mattingly because that mustache is magical and just want to have fun with that all day long, even though. Not really into guys, but that's fine. Uh, Second base (laughs) I want to have. I mean, I don't really know that there's a second baseman that I would ever pick over Jackie Robinson. I mean, he's so much considered such a cultural icon that people forget that he was an absolute amazing baseball player. Um, Shortstop, the best shortstop that's ever played the game is Hannes Wagner. And no one can ever prove to me that Hannes Wagner is not the best. Third base, because I have his rookie card, and I think he's just totally awesome, is Mike Schmidt. So, got to love Mike Schmidt. Uh, in center field, I have the person that everyone says is a racist, but he is not a racist, and that is Ty Cobb. Go back and fact check that. He's not a racist. <laughs> in right field, I don't know why somebody said he played DH earlier, but I guess he did DH at the end of his career. But Vlad Guerrero Sr. is going to be in my right field mm-hmm. because that guy's crazy, picking up uh, off of his shoelaces because he was a terrible uh, right fielder. Um, and then in left field, <laughs> I'm going to have who I think is probably the greatest athlete of his generation, drafted by four separate professional sports leagues, the ABA, NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball. That is Dave Winfield. Wow. Great lists! Great lists. Um, I'll make mine quick, so I'm,
3: I'm probably the most far-removed uh, baseball fan here. I, I was pretty big into it when I played and then kind of stopped at the end of the 90s, but um, my catcher, uh, as I said, my favorite uh, Cleveland Indian slash guardian of all time, Sandy Alomar, Jr., uh first base um it's a tie kind of but I, i'm going to lean towards jim tomey because i love jim tomey on the on cleveland uh okay. but i'm also going to put frank thomas there because uh, i was a big fan of frank thomas the big hurt second base um jackie robinson for the same reasons matt said but uh just to add a little bit more local flavor ryan sandberg hmm. uh shortstop always loved cal ripkin jr uh, especially the way he held his bat and managed to get a lot of hits with it being sideways which i thought was always great um third base george brett because of all the pine tar <laughs> um <laughs> uh right field um i love tony gwen because of his hitting but i'm going to give the the uh, i'm going to give it to ichiro i'm a huge fan of ichiro um and uh bringing uh you know great japanese baseball players to the mlb because there's so many great ones like hideki matsui and, and many others um, center, I was always a huge Willie Mays fan. So Willie Mays gets the the edge here, but Kenny Lofton was my second favorite in uh, Cleveland fan. So, um, love Kenny Lofton. Uh, and then left field. Um, it was a toss up between, uh, Ted Williams, uh, Ricky Henderson, but I have to go for another Cleveland player, Manny Ramirez, mm-hmm. uh, who was a beast. And then my starting pitcher, um, he might not have thrown the fastest of fastballs, but, uh, he was a, a magician and uh, I'm going to put Greg Maddox there. And then uh my reliever, even though he's not a reliever, but he's good enough to be one, Randy Johnson. So that's my list. Oh, and my DH. My DH is Ken Griffey because I couldn't fit him on the list otherwise, but I love Ken Griffey Jr. So that Johnson
4: coming out of the pen. Ken Griffey or Ken Griffey Jr.
5: <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. You oh, love him. <laughs> I wonder if he ever did DH. Maybe when he was Oh no,
3: I'm just putting him there just to break he, the rules. He
4: DH for the the White Sox at the end of his career when he was batting two twenty and not hitting very many home runs. Yeah.
3: I'll count it. I'll count it. There you go. Let me
4: tell you this about Frank Thomas. He owned a brewery in my hometown of Berwyn, and he legit managed it. He was there every night. He's in the back doing the books. He was probably handing out assignments for the, the wait staff. I don't know. He was always there, though, legit.
5: He was handing out free testosterone. Yeah, because now all you have to do is like uh, text <laughs> JACKED to 6969, and you can get some whatever, EXTENDS or something like that.
1: <laughs>
3: We're we're back now from halftime, and I think we have the score of three, four, and five. Um, do you have any questions we have left, Matt? Yes, we have curious. a total of
5: nine questions, three for each contestant.
3: All right, so we're gonna do we're gonna do a rapid round for the final nine here. So you're you're gonna not gonna get a ton of time to think about it. So it's gonna be a lot of gut answers here, just to see how we can do. it. This is a uh, you know final endings of the game here. Let's see what we
5: can do. Sounds good, David. One, two, or ten. Uh, let's go with number two. Aside from the Seattle Mariners, who have uh, never been, what major league team has the longest drought since their last World Series appearance in 1979?
1: I believe 1979 would be the Pittsburgh Pirates.
5: That is correct. Moving on to Ian, three, four, or five. Baseball in Milwaukee is an interesting subject. In 1954, the Boston Braves moved to Milwaukee and then left for Atlanta after the 1965 season. After the 1969 season, the expansion Seattle Pilots moved to Milwaukee and became the Brewers. But there was another incarnation of the Milwaukee Brewers in 1901. That team went on to become the St. Louis Browns. And in 1954, they found their way to their current home, named this AL team. So basically, what team, what current team used to be the St. Louis Browns?
2: The Nationals.
5: That is incorrect. The answer is the Baltimore Orioles. Moving wow. on to Mark. You have three, four, and ten. Give me ten. Yeah, I was gonna say, bite the bullet, buddy. While Yankee Stadium is rightfully derided for being so small you can spit out of it. There is there are actually three ALT AL stadiums with shorter left field dimensions than the New York Bandbox. Name any one of the three.
0: I'm gonna say Minute Maid Park.
5: Minamay Park at 3.15 is correct. Tropicana also has 3.15, and and Fenway has 3.10. All right, moving on to David. We have 1 and 10, buddy. What do you want?
1: Let's dive in and knock out that 10.
5: Might as well do it. Who was the only player in Major League Baseball history to lead his respective league in stolen bases for three different franchises. He did so by leading the NL uh, while with the Rockies in 2001, The NL again, well, with the Marlins in 2003. Then the AL, well, with the White Sox in 2010. Rockies in 2001, Marlins in 2003, White Sox in 2010. Sorry if I said that wrong. It's quite a gap.
1: I know we're trying to do a rapid round, and I'm just kind of struggling on this one. Um, I'm going to be wrong and say Ray Durham.
5: Nope, the answer is Juan Pierre. Oh wow, I forgot. He yeah, I was gonna existed. say
1: yes. people forgot about one Pierre
5: <laughs> Don't ever forget
1: about I them. forgot he went to Chicago.
5: <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to Ian, you have three and four. I'll go four. What color underwear are Major League Baseball umpires required to wear? Hard hitting questions. I'll go with black. Come to me for the hard hitting baseball questions. The answer is black. That's correct.
2: <laughs> Love that.
5: Moving on to Mark, you have three and four. Give me four. In 2022, in the 2022 season, Albert Pujols became the fourth player, uh, the fourth. Ugh, let me start this over. In the 2022 season, Albert Pujols became the fourth member of the 700 home run club club in Major League Baseball history. Name the other three, and you got to name all three of them because this is an easy question.
0: So, Hank Aaron,
5: um, Barry Bonds, and Babe Ruth. That is correct. Mm. All right. Each player has one question left. Neil, do you want to give a score update?
3: Yep, I'll give the score update here. So it's still pretty close. So Ian's got four, and then Mark and David uh, both tied with six. And I believe we're going to do something uh, after these final questions are read, but let's see how this pans out.
5: All right, so (laughs) David, you only have one left, so here's number one. If who's on first and what's on second, who collects the first baseman's check at the end of the week?
4: Why is this a vaudeville?
1: <laughs> I feel like you're looking for the next line, but like it's been forever. No, it's
5: legitimately since... a question.
1: Yes, he does.
5: I'll take that. Yeah, sure. Because even though it's uh in the question, it's a lowercase w, not uh, uh not an uppercase. But the answer is who. And so I think we can all effectively say that okay. David said who. That's okay. We're all good with that. I would so, I would have said yes. Yes, exactly. Because yep. <laughs> it asked the question with the lowercase w, but then the beginning it says who is on first. So all right. Yeah. Or it
4: could be whose wife.
5: Yeah. Let's not talk.
4: That's
1: about the about. other part I was thinking about. There you go. Yeah, whose <laughs> wife. There you go. Yeah.
5: Whose partner? All right. Ian, number three left. What current major league? I'm sorry. What current Milwaukee Brewer is one of the few players to have ever hit for the cycle three times in their career?
2: Christian Yelich.
5: That is correct. Wow! Well, right off the bat. Moving on to Mark number three left. William Contreras's use of the song "Narco" during walk-up and home runs has generated controversy because it's generally acknowledged that this song belongs metaphorically. To what other player?
0: Yeah, tap. I don't know.
5: All right, the answer is or, well, just for fun—does anyone else know the answer? No. It's uh, Edwin Diaz, right? He's the relief pitcher for the Mets. The uh, yeah. So, all right. So that means we have—I um, believe we have David with seven, Mark with six, and Ian with five. That's right. Yep. Five, six, seven. So we have three questions left. And I think we have, uh, Neil and our uh, brainstorming earlier today said that we would give everyone an opportunity to gamble their points that they've accumulated at the end here on how many <laughs> we got uh, three questions I have left here. So we could either do just one or we could do two or three. Let's do one of them.
3: And then uh, basically, what you guys are going to do, um, you can wager any and all of your points. Um, uh, for this question, um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Is it, do you have a category or you just want to go for the question, Matt? Pitching consistency. All right. So pitching consistency, uh, we have David, you can wager, uh, up to seven, Ian up to five, Mark up to six. So, uh, let us know your wagers. I'm going all in. All right. Ian's going all in. I'll wager five. All right. Five for
1: Mark. You know what? I was just glad I got one right, but uh, I'm going to stick with Mark and go with uh, five as well.
5: Okay. Five across the board. Let's hear the question. In 1992 to 1993, what pitcher set a major league record by losing 27 consecutive decisions, though he did convert 12 consecutive saves in the middle of the streak?
3: All right, Matt. You asked the question. All the competitors had a time, uh, a little bit of time to think about it. We have a wager of five across the board, and everyone submitted an answer. I will say every answer is a different name. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to say the the names that were given to me, and then you can tell us what the correct answer is. Sure. All right. So uh, coming from Mark, he says Dave Stewart parentheses it's wrong lol but maybe it's right we don't know so dave stewart from mark uh and then we have david said bobby thigpen and ian trevor hoffman so three different answers
5: well starting his career in 1991 getting the call up with the new york mets he played three seasons with the mets if you count 1991 as a full season even though he uh only played in i think a total of 10 games He played 10 in 91, 52 in 92, and 39 in 93 with the Mets. Then he went to the Cubs for two seasons. And then he uh, played for a couple of years. And I'm sorry, for one year, a couple of games in Houston. The answer to this question is Anthony Young. So no points. Everyone's no points awarded. Say it, Matt. No, you're no points awarded and. May God have mercy on your soul. And may God have mercy on <laughs> your soul. Our final
3: scores uh, after the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Ian, uh, a valiant effort. Uh, he bet everything to go go all in, but uh, he's going to end with zero, but he'll end with uh, you know uh, the hearts of fans all around the world. Uh, Mark, you're ending with one. And then uh, David uh, is our champion today with two points. So congratulations. Great job, Thank everyone. You. Uh, great questions, Matt and, uh, and company bench warmers trivia podcast, uh, and Ryan Myers. Thank you for all those wonderful questions. Let's start with, uh, David, any last shout outs or anyone you'd like to tip your cap to before you exit the stadium?
1: Oh, I thought it was a great game. Um, the questions were more difficult than I thought. I'm glad I was able to answer a few, uh, and then marketing and you guys were great competition. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and yeah, just love what you guys do. Thank you.
3: Awesome! Thank you for joining us, Ian. Um, awesome uh, for you to join us today. We'll have to hear more about uh, about your job. I do want to say this: this is the only the uh, you know the highest of compliments. Do not take this the wrong way, but you look uh, very similar to Grant Gustin, who plays the Flash on TV, which is making me uh, excited that you're on our screen because you you could get some money as a impersonator. So uh, thank you for joining us, Ian. Any final words from you?
2: Well, fantastic! So I'm here, and I should start a modeling career. So I'll get started on that. <laughs> um, no, I just want to thank you guys. Honestly, it's been such a great time. Uh, I hope to get back at some point. Uh, hopefully, can put together a better performance next time. But no, still, uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Mark and David. It was a great time.
3: Thank you so much for joining us and Mark, uh, coming to us from Oakland, uh, namesake of the Oakland Five here at Triviality. Thank you for joining us today. Any uh, final words from you today?
0: Um, just thanks so much. I've been a long time listener. Um, and I. Really, really have been loving the show. Uh, so honored to be on. I remember when the three of us first got on, we we're like, we're kind of just honored to be here. And so thanks for having us. And I can't believe this, but my wife helping me practice mascots actually helped today somehow. <laughs> so I did not think two mascot questions would show up. I thought one would, but I'll take it.
3: Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you for saying those kind words. Um, you know, It's because of you and all the other listeners and patrons that allow us to do a fun bonus episodes like this and partner with other great podcasts like the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. So um, thank you all for joining us because, uh, uh, yeah, it just means a lot that we're able to do with these really cool bonus episodes on um, just particular topics. Uh, Matt Doherty, uh, you gave us your time today and, and worked on all these questions and compiling them and getting everyone else to write them. So um, who would you like to shout out? And, and thank you, as always,
5: for, uh, for
3: you know playing the game with us.
5: Sure. Yeah. Eric Walling, um, um, David Lux and Ryan Myers. Thank you them. And I actually wrote a couple of questions too. So it's not like i totally, you know, <clears throat> but do me a favor, everyone out there, go find your mom's phone and open up the podcast app. And this, you know, look for the podcast, uh, Ben Tormer's trivia podcast and subscribe to it. It'll just automatically delete after a couple of days anyway. So don't worry about it. Just out automa- You know, I want the downloads. So, you know, don't, you don't even have to listen. It's fine. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we could definitely do that. Uh, well, thank you, all of you. Or go to the Apple Store and do that's, all the phones. That's a better Apple idea. Yeah, be go great. to the Apple Store. Um, yeah, like well, that. Jeff and, and uh, Ken aren't here because, as Matt said, they don't like sports and um, I think they're playing Magic uh, or going on a quest somewhere. But uh, uh, Matt Arts, our <laughs> um, are, are sports guru of the podcast, I'll let you close it out. Um, but before I give it to you, I just want to say that Triviality is an Airwave Media podcast. And if you go to Media com. You can actually hear a lot of great shows uh, just like this one, including Good Job Brain, The Accidental Creative, and Food with Mark Bitman. So make sure to go to airwavemedia.com to check out all those great shows along with ours. So Matt, uh, feel free to close it out. You're the sports man. Any last words and uh, goodbye to our friends. Uh,
5: I think Matt should tell us who his favorite all-time crossover, baseball and wrestling. Wrestler person, <laughs> uh,
4: I, I assume that this has probably got to be Pete Rose as well, uh, getting tombstone by
5: King. No, uh, Randy Savage was. Oh, uh, uh, Randy was Savage a played, uh,
4: yeah, minor league baseball That's over at uh, Downers Grove, North or South, one of the mm-hmm. two. Uh, so yeah, Macho Man, uh, Randy Savage, cream of the crop. This was triviality. Bye.